Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And we want to talk today about getting to live. You know, I believe that so many people are consumed and so many people are concerned about dying or leaving this earth or, or passing on or maybe not as much as dying as they are the process of death. But I want to talk to you about getting to live. And the Bible said in John 10 and 10, The thief come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come, that you might have life and have it more abundantly till it overflows, the Amplified says, and you're satisfied. You know, the Bible says in Psalms 91 verse 16, I'm going to show you the salvation of the Lord. I'm going to give you a long life and show you the salvation of the Lord. Now, so many times Jesus come to get us life. We're trying to, to kill this old man. We're trying to get rid of this old man. We're trying to get rid of what we call flesh. But according to the Word of God, the old man died. And you're a new creature. And old things have passed away. So in John chapter 12, verse 24 and 25, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces many seeds in the NIV. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Now the word life here is not dealing with the spirit of a man. It's dealing with the soul of a man, which is the Greek word suki, which deals with the mind, the will, and the emotions. So as we begin to deal with our mind, our will, and emotions, Romans 12 and 2 says, Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You need to change the way that you're thinking. Proverbs 23, 7 says, Whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, that's what he is. That word heart there is the Greek word for suki, which means the breath of, which means the ra'u, which means the, the heart of. In other words, it's talking about the soul of a man. So wherever your mind goes, that's where your life's going to go. If you want to change your behavior, if you want to change your behavior, change the way you're thinking. See, we're trying to change people's behavior without changing their nature. If you've got a sinful nature, you're going to continue to sin. If you've got a recreated nature, then you're going to be recreated. Created, and you're going to be a new creature and old things have passed away and all things have become new. Look at Mark chapter 8 verse 34 through 37. And when he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whosoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and he loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Now, what does it mean to die? It is a cracking open the shell through the working temperature and humility in the soil. So you take a, a seed and you put it in the ground. Now you can keep that seed in a bag or in your pocket or in your hand. It's never going to do anything. But once it hits the atmosphere and it, the, the temperature and the seed draws and bursts that shell open, so the question is not whether there is life within, but whether the outside shell is cracked open. See, that's what I want to talk to you about is allowing the Holy Spirit to come out of you. Now, the Holy Spirit went in and filled tons of people in the upper room. But the Holy Spirit don't want to stay in you. It wants to come out of you. It don't want to remain in you. It wants to be released out of you. So we've got to understand 
that the Holy Spirit is moving in the hearts of people. It's moving in the hearts of individuals. It's moving in the hearts of people to be released upon a nation and upon a world. That is what the body of Christ is all about, releasing the supernatural. But we've got to understand, we're a spirit being. We possess a soul which is made up of our mind, our will, and emotions, and we live in a body. So we're three different entities, like the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, like the 30, 60, 100-fold. We are three different parts of an individual. So we've got to understand the real us is our spirit man. Our soul man is not who we really are, and our body is definitely not who we are. Have you ever been to a funeral, and you went in, and you saw somebody laying in a casket? Now, the spirit of that person is gone. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we recognize that the spirit is really who we are. So we've got to learn to distinguish who we really are from what we're really not. The flesh part of us is not who we are. Now, our body will pay consequences for operating in the flesh, but the spirit man, if we'll learn to listen to the spirit and rest in his finished work, we'll enjoy the goodness of the Lord and not walk in the desires of this flesh. But if we don't, we'll continue to walk in this, this flesh. So the Bible says in Mark 10, 45, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. See, we, we still have a servant mentality in the church. We, we'll say we're serving the Lord. We're, you know, the, but that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says we're sons now. You know, if you got any children, how many times did your children serve you? They don't. And so we recognize that we're not here to be, to be servants of God. We're here to be sons of God, inheritance of God. We're, we're the heirs of God. We're the ransom inheritance of what God was expecting. So when we can understand that we're getting to live and getting to enjoy, Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly till it's overflowing. We need an overflowing abundant life. You know, that, that's what he said, I'm a good shepherd and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep, John 10, 11. And as the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. He's talking about me and you. He gave his life so that we could have his life and that the sinful life we had would be removed. He died, that life died, and now we are new creatures and old things have passed away and everything's become new to us now. Now the church don't need to learn how to die. It needs to learn how to live and receive the goodness of the Lord. This is the beauty of grace.